Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Alrighty, this is going to be a fun one today. I'm excited to talk about the cost to start a real estate fund. Now, this is a question I've gotten a couple times and having just gone through this process and just paid for these expenses, I know, know the answer, at least from my perspective, pretty well here. Now, before we dive into the actual different elements of cost and what the total amount is, one word of, for lack of a better word, caution. This is not an area to go cheap. Full stop. Like if you're starting a real estate fund, if you're raising capital from external investors, the last thing you should be doing is say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Investor, please give me a couple hundred grand to go buy real estate with. And on the back end, you're using the cheapest possible account you could find. That account is going to make a mistake and it's going to cost your investors a lot of money. It doesn't make any sense to be doing this. If you are going to ask people to entrust you with their money, then you should be getting the absolute best people you can on the bus with you. Otherwise, it's just it's a colossal mistake, again, in my opinion. So anyways, let's actually talk what these costs look like, what we paid, and how this got shake, how this shakes out. The, the first cost is really legal fees to set up your fund. This can range anywhere from 30 to 60 grand. If you're on the, the lower end side of things, it's probably a very straight, plain vanilla fund, meaning there's, there's nothing unique or exotic in there. It's just a standard real estate fund. If you're going to be a little bit more complex, if you're going to have lots of different classes of shares, meaning investors get different rights if they get more money in, if you're going to be raising money from large, say, pension funds, they're going to be asking side letters and things like that, then you're probably going to be closer to that $60,000 mark. So legal, call it anywhere between 30 to 60 grand. Next big piece that you're going to need is a fund admin team. Now, fund admin team, this is basically an accounting accounting firm, they are going to be the ones who literally control the bank accounts. They are in charge of calculating the waterfall distribution, which basically says how much money each investor is going to get. And then they're also going to be involved with actually keeping the the books of the fund. All in for, for our fund, where we're raising 10 million, our fund admin team is about 20 grand a year. Next thing that you're going to need, and this is need might be a little bit too strong of a word here, but I do think it, in my opinion, is something you should have is an investor portal. This is a, an online website where the investors can log in. They they see all of their fund docs. They see all of their distribution information. They see their K-1 forms. There's really two companies in the space here, Juniper Square and Appfolio, both of which are going to run you 10 to 15 grand a year. The last thing that you're going to need is you're going to need an accounting firm to prepare tax returns. Now, this is different from the accounting firm that does fund admin. The tax accounting firm will actually be filling out all of the tax forms, both for the fund itself, and they're going to be creating what's called the K-1, which goes to each individual investor, so they see how much money they they got from the fund, and, and their personal taxes are easy for them to fill out. That should be another roughly 20 grand. So if you do the math here on the legal fees, you're looking 30 to 60 grand on the attorney, your fund admin team called around 20 grand, then throw on another 10 to 15 for the fund admin team, or excuse me, for the fund software, and then throw on, say, another 20 grand for the tax preparation. You're looking at a bill that's going to be in the $100,000 range just to get the fund up and running. Now, what that means is it doesn't make any sense, again, in my opinion, to raise a real estate fund less than $10 million. 
Because if you're going to be spending, say, 100 grand to then go create a $1 million fund, it just doesn't make a lot of sense there. You need to be raising enough money to make that cost worth it. So uh, I would budget at least 100 grand, and then I would expect you to, to need to raise at least 10 million, which is a lot of sales calls if you want to go down this path. Thanks so much for listening. Back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three plus year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.